3: And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which is a shorter episode of our main episode. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin.
4: And I'm producer Maria.
3: I am very excited to let all of you know that this is one of our famous mailbag episodes where we will read your emails, play your voicemails, read some of your reviews, so on and so forth. What do we got? What do we got first? Should we play some
0: voicemails? Well, f- well, first, I, we got a a mailbag song <gasps> from Jim. He He's the one who made us our Craig's Corner song. Shut the front door. And I forgot he sent it to us a couple weeks ago, but I'll play it right now. Please do.
4: I got the devil in my basement. Excuse me? the devil in my face uh, can you speak up please to
5: tell you something oh yep leave a message
4: hold
3: i think that's great truly Thank you, i that's think that's great. great too that was fantastic i love that
0: we do have we have three voicemails great let's let's get on cranked let's crankers First one.
5: Hi, this is for web crawlers, um, Maria. I think it's clandestine.
4: <laughs> That's it, clandestine. Did you I say
0: have clandestine?
4: Hard ta- yeah, I said. I said, is it clandestine? Clandestine, but I guess it's neither. I have, um, I have a hard time with that word, and then I also can't say the word algorithm when I first see it. I see it as a logarithm.
5: Mm. Mm.
3: Have you guys noticed I say different um, instead of different? Different? <laughs> I say it with a G. Different. Different.
4: Wow. Say this. Say this. Hold on. <laughs> say the thing that Crayola makes
3: crayons.
4: Melissa? Crayons. Okay. I say it like Melissa says it. Crayons? Crayons. I say it like a cranberry, like a crayon.
0: Crayons? It's crayons. crayons yeah oh, crayons. it's crayons baby it's crayons no it is not
3: <laughs> isn't that weird though <laughs> i that, would like, love a listener a listener thing because people do say crayons and it's crayons you fools
4: crayons i think is midwest maybe that's why i say it because both my parents are but i remember i was at work one time and my coworkers were like crayon and i was like huh they were like crayon like will you pass the crayon And I couldn't believe my ears. I truly never heard anything like it.
3: What do the ads say? They say Crayola crayons?
4: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's crayons.
3: But it's an A,
0: like a Midwestern A. Crayons. 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 Y'all crazy for that one. Here's a voicemail from our friend, Jeb.
5: Hello, I'm leaving this here message for the quip This is Jeb. I appreciate you naming that email episode after me and all. That was quite sweet. I don't know why you all think I'm some kind of city feller or that Craig feller or whatever and trying to figure out who I am. (laughs) Anyway, Allie, if you need a date, you could just come down to my county. I have 37.
0: 37 what?
5: Depending on which way your, your gate swings if you know what i'm saying all right now i'm gonna go before
3: producer maria gets mad that i took up too much of your voicemail time <laughs> thank you jeb Bye. what i wonder what i wonder I what think he, he said he probably
4: meant cousins he probably said i have 37 cousins
3: male and female depending yeah. on which way i swing mm-hmm Oh which, yeah! Last time, Sweet. last time we decided we're not sure which way I do. I had a nervous <laughs> breakdown.
0: <laughs> then we got one more voicemail from Alex. Hey, web callers. Uh, my name is Alex. I live in Denver, but I'm originally from Chicago. Of um, course. Chicago. Telling a great
5: number of spooky Chicago stories. I myself, having grown up there, of course, went to White Cemetery, drove the Road. The whole thing's creepy. Oh. My friends and I, we all swear up and down. We all saw the disappearing house. Super freaky. Oh, uh, so we really? was maybe like 16. We went up there to do that. Um, but I'm not talking about that story. Uh, with all things creepy in Chicago, I got a good ghost story for you. Mm-hmm. So when I was about four or five years old, my sister who was about 10 years older than me. She's about 14, 15. It was Halloween. And I was out trick-or-treating with our parents, but she was, like, at that age where she didn't want to really trick-or-treat anymore. It wasn't cool to go out and ask for candy. And so she was manning the front door at our house. And we have these two big oak trees in the front yard. My dad still lives there. Uh, It's actually in Des Plaines. It's not in the city of Chicago, but it's right on the northwest side. Anywho, so my sister, you know, kids are coming and going and getting candy, whatever. She sees this girl who's walking, uh, seems to be coming to our front door across the sidewalk to her left to right. She's all white, pale tail of the ghost. Oh. My sister kind of notices she's a little translucent, if you will. This is how she what? tells the story. And then she sees that there's no legs. This girl has no legs. She's floating.
2: Oh, <laughs> no.
0: And
3: Excuse you? The girl traveling to her vision goes behind the oak trees and
5: does not come back out the other side. My sister freaks out. There were no cell phones back then. This is in the 90s. And my sister freaks out Calls the neighbors The neighbors come over It was like a big to-do Everyone in the neighborhood Heard about it And uh, my sister I don't know These days does not like to tell them The story anymore Because I think She doesn't necessarily Know what she saw It's been so long You know But uh yeah I thought you guys Might enjoy that one Anywho uh, Long time listener First time caller I love you guys <laughs> Keep
2: up the good work Have a great night Bye Wow so uh, creepy.
3: Holy shit.
4: What? I wonder what it who it was. I wonder what
3: happened. It was a ghost. Wow, they definitely saw some kind of specter. Ugh.
4: Ooh, a thank specter.
3: You
4: for that. <laughs> I sent okay. you one more Melissa that I had I forgot. Oh, I to think I think this is about the TikToks.
2: Hi, this is a message for the web crawlers. Um, you may already have an episode in the works about this, but me and my friends are about to start a journey with the Rando Nautica app. Um, I hope you have
0: it. Yeah. We're this, she's talked about the body in Seattle that was
3: found. I tried, by the way, to download that app and it didn't work on my phone. It kept being like loading, 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 and it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me go anywhere.
4: Wait, we listened to that voicemail already?
0: Well, no, we already did an episode. It was about the creepy TikToks and the kids who found the body in the suitcase. Uh,
4: well, do you want to play your message just anyway? Sure, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she says something fun at the end.
3: Melissa's Stone Cold.
2: Um, I've seen a lot of TikTokers using it. And you know how they are, though. They'll, they'll make up fake scare videos. But basically what this app does is it connects you to... Its resource is a quantum computer, which is the only computer that can actually generate true randomness. Um, So what this app does is you set an intention and you can choose your sort of destination, um, whether you want an anomalous place or some kind of void. Anyway, look up the videos of the kids in Seattle that were looking for travel.
3: We did an episode about this. Oh my God, Melissa is so pissed. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, I'm about to go on a drink myself on it and I'm kind of scared, but I know you guys would love to make an episode on something that turns out to be, um, kind of mind blowing. Um, I hope to hear you guys on the show again soon.
4: I- Wait, I don't remember you guys doing. I do not
3: remember. It's an episode called about the
4: that. episode's called. It's a mini episode. It's called creepy TikToks. We
3: did an episode about. That's because Melissa Maria watches TV and goes on the internet when we're yeah, talking.
4: duh, no duh. But I'm just saying, like <laughs> that seems like something I would have been listening to. But this well, Nautilus app you talked about. Well, it? we
0: did. It was literally like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we did an episode about creepy TikToks. And the Randonautica app where you put in... It gives you random coordinates and these kids were in Seattle and they found the suitcase and they're like, what if there's a bunch of money in it? (laughs) Ha ha ha. Ended up being a dead body. A dead body. I have
4: never heard this story before.
0: literally texted oh this my to God. you and talked about we it we talked okay, about it on the group
4: on. chat and on the on the show what do you mean coordinates <laughs> you go to
3: the place it tells you it to? sends you longitude and latitude and then you go to those coordinates but are is it like near to you not necessarily i mean well, you yeah. can choose the distance
4: and then what happens when you get there need nothing there may or You're may just... not
3: be
0: something Peep Kids on TikTok are putting videos of what they find.
4: What? I don't get it. So wait a minute. Just hold on a minute. I know you Yeah, remember already- that
0: girl found that house, that creepy house that she like said she didn't see before? It was like this house in her town. She's like, I've never seen this house before, but the coordinates led me to it.
4: Hold on. So what this app is, it's literally someone pointing at a globe, and then you go into the place in the globe, and then if yes. you see something cool there, you're like, oh, there's something cool here. Yes. Uh, um, My mind is blown. Little boy, what do you,
3: what is it?
0: What's Asher doing?
4: He's
3: just sitting and staring. He's so gorgeous. Um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> to me, he's like the most beautiful thing on earth. Okay. So now should we go to emails? Yeah, we have a lot of emails, but we'll just do. Let's do this one. Woman led voodoo cult murders, because that yes. sounds fascinating to me. This is from Stephanie Weber. Hi, everyone. I'm a journalist and comedian in Chicago. Okay, weird. I wonder how many listens Chicago. we get in Chicago. We gotta, I,
0: I gotta look at the stats. That's it's fascinating.
3: Crazy. Yeah, and I love listening to your show. You all asked about more women-led cults in the most recent episodes, and I want to tell you all about an absolutely bonkers one I know about. Years ago, I wrote a Listverse article about female-led cults and included Clementine Bernabette, who was accused of heinous axe murders in Louisiana. Anne was accused of leading a voodoo cult and committing these murders as rituals. Oh my god. There isn't that much information about her. Admittedly, the clickbait list didn't have that much. I was obsessed with the little info I had, so I pitched it to Mental Floss and had more resources to really research this. I learned that the voodoo cult angle was likely made up, but she was probably coaxed to do these murders by her father and brother, so took the hit for their crimes. She took the hit. For the crimes. But I called a professor in Louisiana and the case, and he started off about the case, and he started off by berating me for calling her a cult leader when she was likely just dragged in the press. I love it when a quote unquote powerful man takes the opportunity to yell at a young woman who is literally calling him to clarify information. Oh, misogyny. Anyways, (laughs) look into the Clementine Bernabette case because I think you all would become obsessed. She was mysteriously disappeared after allegedly receiving an unnamed treatment in prison that Uh, made her a quote unquote model prisoner. what? What happened? I don't know. Here's the article, but Reddit has threads on this too. Feel free to chat me up if you have any questions Or just want to be like, what the fuck? Love y'all, Stephanie Weber. Wow. That's crazy, crazy, Yeah, insane. I'm looking at the
0: stats for our demographics. By location, number one city is Los Angeles. Okay. For listeners, number two city, Chicago. And then way behind is Seattle. Weird. Then New York. So Chicago is the number two uh, number two city uh, for listeners.
4: I
5: What's, wonder um, why.
4: Go, go to like a random. Go to just go to a random place in like Europe, and then we'll say hi to that person. There's a hundred and ten listeners in Malmo.
3: Oh my god, Malmo! I I am obsessed with Malmo. You've been Are to you Malmo? Really? I think I have been
4: to Malmo. I've been to the train station. I've spent tons of time in Malmo, but I truly have been.
3: There's a city called Lund. Mm hmm. Eighty listeners. Lund. Yeah, in Lund. Wow, amazing. So, hi to Lund and hi to Malmo, our, our favorite cities. Hi, guys.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
4: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical
1: Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: Um. Let's see. Here's an email from Lucy. This is on Patreon. She says, honk, honk. After honk, my honk. cousin's grandma died... She found a bunch of pay stubs from the 40s showing she had been paid to dance with sailors. I guess she was a taxi dancer. Oh my Love God. Love
4: you, Whoa.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That's crazy. That's cool.
4: Yeah, I wanted to look into taxi dancing. I forgot about yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Here's an email from Zeba. That's a cool name Zeba. Subject line Pyramid Scheme. Uh oh. Says Hello, all. I'm so far behind, but I'm listening to the Pyramid Scheme episode. Just discovered y'all recently, and I'm ashamed to admit I fell for Verve, aka Vemma, aka a pyramid scheme.
3: Oh no! I'm especially
0: embarrassed because I fell for one of the schemes that was so blatantly bad that the government shut it down. <laughs> oh shit! Anywho, my friend approached me at uh, at my college in Park, California, and said she owns her own business. She quickly explained how it worked, and I was interested. Long story short, I bought their beginner's package, which was like $1,500 or something, and came with a couple of boxes of drinks. I remember not understanding that the entire presentation they sell you is on how beneficial the drinks are and how great they taste, etc. But in order to make money, you don't actually sell the product. You have to recruit more people. And I was like, wait. But like, why can't I just sell your drinks if they're so great?
5: <laughs> Anyways,
0: a big selling point for me was that Dr. Oz prompted them, uh, promoted Uh-oh. them. But literally a few days after I bought in, my friend's mom was watching a show where he said he doesn't openly support any brand like that. And anyone who says he is is lying. That was hard to believe because I Uh-oh. thought, well, wouldn't he sue if Verve used his name and wouldn't they be afraid? Well, of that's that? weird because Dr. Oz does support this podcast. E- e- yes, he does. Anyways, my older sister ended up fighting with them for months over the phone till she got my dad's money back, so thank God for that. Oh, wow, got, she got her money back. That's good. That's great. But the craziest part of this experience was one of the seminar meetings I attended in the Valley. It was in this huge hotel ballroom, and they had a million Vemma BMWs parked out front.
3: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, the main speakers were all people of color, and looking back – I think they did that intentionally to better connect to the demographic of the San Fernando Valley. Oh, and when I tell you the main points of the lectures, this point will make sense even more. Nobody talked about the drinks or the business model at all. They just kept talking about how, how they were going to make so much money that they could retire their parents. That was a huge point that all of the speakers kept repeating. They were going to be financially independent and could then turn around and help their loved ones become financially independent, too. So after all these supposed inspiring stories, they made everyone in the hall do an exercise where we were grouped into threes and one at a time for five minutes. One person from each group would stand on a chair and scream at the top of their lungs what they wanted from life and what they planned to do when they were financially independent. This oh my thing God. is so unlike me, but I can only explain my behavior with the term mob rule. I got up on that chair and was screaming so loudly, and the people in my group were clapping me on the back the whole time. It was like a non-sexual gigantic cult orgy. So that's my fuck? story. I look forward to hopefully hearing y'all read this or my recent podcast review in one of your current videos when I finally get to them. Haha, thanks, guys. Zeba.
3: Oh, my God, that's crazy.
0: Damn. If you had to sit down on a chair and scream at the top of your lungs... What you hoped for? What would it be? This
3: podcast to end so I can have lunch. Mm. Wow. (laughs) I was going to say world peace, but okay, that too. Um, This one's from Rebecca. It's pretty cool. Found ghost story plus Valley Girl plus dial-up audio. Yo, dudes. (laughs) I've been meaning to send this email for a while. This is a a bit of a long one, guys, so buckle up. But because of this stupid dystopia we've stumbled into, I haven't been able to go to my art studio. Now I'm back and finally dug out this ghost story that I found in a box full of free office supplies. I think you'll enjoy the seemingly true account that involves not only a ghost, but also a talented medium. But the other two topics in my subject line first, because they're short. When I started listening, probably around episode four or something, I got so confused because the exact dial-up audio recording you use in your show's intro is also my ringtone. I figured out what the fuck was happening. I thought, well, I guess these are my people and I'm going to have to listen to this (laughs) show forever. True. Secondly, Maria said that Valley Girl is her favorite movie and it's also my favorite movie. Whoa. My second favorite movie is Heavenly Bodies and two rival aerobic studios, about two rival aerobic studios. Check it out. Oh, Now for the main event. This ghost story I found. In the box of free binder clips and rubber bands, there were a bunch of little notebooks, including this ugly ass blue one. She included pictures. <laughs> of course, I flipped through all of them to see if they were useful and the contents of this one blew my mind. From what I can tell, it's a woman's account of a haunting from the late 80s and early 90s. I'm still curious about the intended audience. Did this woman know that her story would be shared on an internationally acclaimed podcast? (laughs) Probably not. Why did she write this down in this tiny notebook? I'm going to type out verbatim what is written in the book, though I did add some punctuation and caps here and there. I call this tale, Hold the Stone. Brandy, cat, two episodes after her death. So I guess this cat died and then there's two haunting episodes after her death. One, banging of door in bedroom. Picture flying off wall. Plant jumping up and down. Brass bookends slammed on Bureau for no reason. Banging of attic door while two workers were renovating the bathroom. In 1986, fall, 1987, spring, sought out a medium. My concern was dad calling me every day asking if my mother was there. Medium knew nothing about me, not even my name. She holds my car keys and sort of goes into a trance. She says my mother is in the wrong place. She's not where she should be, and she's not happy where she is. She's trying to tell your father, but he doesn't listen. I had no idea what she meant. I thought that maybe my mom was not in heaven. I left the medium without saying a word. I decided to take dad with me to pick out a gravestone for my mom so that he might realize that she is dead and not to call me every day asking if she was with me. After selecting a stone, the sales lady had to call the cemetery to confirm where to put it. The call was interrupted when she asked us if we wanted so-and-so's name on the stone as well. And I said, who? She said, he's the other one buried there. I said, "Hold the stone until I check this out." I spoke to my aunt and they said they thought it was strange that she was buried in her uncle's plot, especially where his wife, especially when his wife was still alive. Mm-hmm. Finding this to be true, we had my mom exhumed and reburied in a new plot. My father never knew of these goings on because he had Alzheimer's and the calls he would make to me asking if my mother was with me stopped once they moved her body. Oh, So her mom accidentally got married, got buried with her uncle instead of in her own plot. Uh. Dad died in 1990. A few years later, someone told me that my mother had a lot of money. I disagreed as no sign of money left behind was ever found. But other people started telling me this, so I went back to the medium. I did not talk to her, but I did take notes while she spoke. Her first words were, you're looking for a bank book. Your brother has it. It's all gone. He never did anything for me. I want you to know, look between the pages. It will be written in red. Story was true. The end crazy, right? This shit is nuts and I'm 100% convinced it is authentic. I got the office supplies book off a Facebook free cycle group, just found it inside nuts. I'm fine if you read my email on the pod and feel free to use my name. Oh my God, that'd be funny if I read the whole thing and then the last (laughs) line was don't read this. (laughs) Uh, Signed Rebecca. Crazy. I'm a little confused about the money part though. Did she ever find that there was money and her brother had stolen it or something?
0: I that's so this was written on a in a notebook that she found. This whole weird story. That's crazy. That is truly bizarre. Huh.
3: Okay. Well, next week you guys in Undeadis, and with with so much stuff that we like are so excited. Please email us more. If you didn't hear your email today, you'll hear it next week because we literally have like 100 emails. Anyways, I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria Lasucci,
4: <laughs> the producer.
3: <laughs> All then. Okay. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>
2: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
1: my business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments then tap to pay on iphone and stripe came along and changed everything with tap to pay on iphone and stripe i streamlined my payment process effortlessly